0: They managed to actually summon, open the door to hell, and summon a demon. Neighbors claimed they practice witchcraft.
1: Exorcism, the casting out of demons through ritual prayer. I was bearing bodies out in the desert. And yes, the ghosts were there with us. letting us in welcome back to the haunted heart podcast the haunted heart motherfucking podcast up on your feed yet again i am your best host katie
0: and i am your worst host (laughs) Kenny, absolutely. You're supposed to say
1: I'm your better host, Kenny. Right? No, <laughs> no. Mm-mm. It was, it was. Mm. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> accurate. <laughs> uh, accurate.
0: <laughs> no, most definitely accurate.
1: Yeah, we're back to shoot the shit again, yet again this week. We're yes. here talking, talking all things dark and macabre,
0: talking but, that bullshit.
1: Yeah, vilkamine. Yep.
0: Ville- <laughs> <laughs> we means, got a little. Isn't that uh, how the
1: Germans say it?
0: I was going to say, we got a little German there. Yeah. So I don't.
1: I'm feeling, uh, apparently, I'm on you, cabaret vibes. You, I it's, was going to
0: say, yeah, a little. We're doing cabaret, there's a little cabaret somewhere. moment right there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But how
0: the hell have y'all been? <sighs> hope it's good because obviously you're not going to respond to me because you're just listening <laughs> to the show. You're not actually here.
1: Do you ever, when we, when we pose questions like that, that are just like sort of open questions for the audience to ponder on, do you ever like imagine like somebody listening and they're just like, I've been doing fucking terrible. (laughs) And we're just like, that's great to hear. (laughs) Oh, good. We're glad to hear. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I do actually. Yeah, A thousand percent. I really, if you, yeah, I, I, I would hope that people would do that. I do that.
1: If you're doing well, Darklings, we are so happy for you. And if you're not doing well, remember that one day you will be doing well again. And you just kind of got to see it through Mm because we have certainly had our fair share of not doing well. Absolutely. Um, It's It's just been like
0: a long series of not doing well. (laughs) Kind of defeats your like... (laughs) saying of like it's to get better you
1: gotta you gotta hang in uh-huh. look we're here tonight we're we're here at our table we've got our candles lit we're here to shoot the shit to tell some stories and i'm excited because i'm not talking this week which Thank is like new for
0: me <laughs> Thank God, y'all! It's fine. I saved you from baby murders and <laughs> and and uh, child murderers and all kinds of horrible, you know, just dark, crazy things that just twist your mind and just make you completely, completely afraid for humanity.
1: They love that though. That's why they come here. You sure? Mm-hmm.
0: I thought they came here for the rainbows and the and the smiles and. I don't think so. The positivity, the love. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Where they got, I mean, if they did, I don't know where they're getting it from. (laughs) I don't know. That pool's a little dry. Uh. (laughs) But, you know, we are full in macabre and dark and twisty things. So we're glad to have you here while we go through it all. Yeah. While we go through this muck. Muck. It's just muck. That's what it is. Just
1: mire and muck.
0: Mire and muck.
1: Anyway, I actually I, love that Myron Muck.
0: Myron Muck. I feel yeah. like that's that's it's our next.
1: That's our spinoff <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Myron it's Muck like might a, be the title of my. But if you
0: did though. like a like a you know like not to take on you know not to take like um, Southern Gothic's like gig that they got going on, uh-huh. but like if you like a Southern horror podcast and call it Myron Muck,
1: mm-hmm. I'm into that. Welcome actually. to the show. My name's Myer. I'm I'm wildly into that. I've been getting into reading, you know, spooky season amping up and whatnot. Absolutely. I have been getting into like Southern American, like horror stories, but also ghost stories. So I have been reading a great book about hauntings in Virginia and our hometown. Actually, there's two different stories. So yeah, I'm I'm like I'm kind of on that vibe. I'm on a mire and muck vibe. Mire and muck vibe. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking
0: of, of shit, um <laughs> No, you were talking about stories while you're over there, you know, being cultured and literate, and reading and all that bullshit. <laughs> I'm over here watching the 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 net, the Hulu. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: uh uh been watching those uh that uh, the american horror stories spinoff mm. and it's absolute shit I, I i implore everyone listening do not watch it. i gave up a it long is time absolute ago. trash yeah. it is bullshit and mm. i absolutely hate it it's supposed to be like so you know i always said that like american horror story should have like this is kind of like the format that they should have been which is kind of like a you know one episode like anthology like Yes. Yeah. Like, like creep show. That's what they should have been. Right. Yes. And, you know, it, this is the format that they should have done. This is how it should be. And so I was kind of like, when they first announced it, I was like, okay, interesting. Right. Still shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, that's all for me. Anybody who has ever listened to our Netflix and Kill series uh, and really probably even the main show knows my stance on Ryan Murphy can't can't fucking stand it. I think that he should let somebody who knows how to direct horror, direct horror. It's just. It always sounds good. Yes. And it draws you in because it sounds so good. And then it's just awful. Yes, Um, absolutely. I've been done since Stevie Nicks sang.
0: Yeah, it uh, it still to this day. I yes, absolutely. I. In that season as the downfall of yeah. American Horror Story. Yeah. I absolutely loved season two. Season one got me in, you know, but season two was great. And then season three was like the downfall because I think that's when we got into that style over horror substance, yeah. which Ryan Murphy is very much known for. If you yeah. look at his, like, catalog of work when it comes to, like, Scream Queens um, and all of that, it's very mm-hmm. much
1: style i was scream queens is another perfect example was very excited about scream queens knew it was going to be terrible guess what was terrible right (laughs) so it just yeah it just doesn't uh...
0: work um he found new ways to make characters even more unlikable and Mm. like and even less relevant to any part of the story even for like a 45 minute episode and i'm like that like doesn't even have like another episode to go with it. It's just a one thing. Like, and you still found a way to make these characters that much more shallow.
1: It was like snack sized hate.
0: yeah. So, uh, don't watch it. Don't recommend. Um, but anyway, that's my, uh, hate for American horror story corner over here. <laughs> but, um, it just kind of got me, um, when you talk about stories and stuff, it just kind of got me thinking, um, about that because, uh, you know, going into spooky season, we want more horror, really excited for, The new Halloween, though. Hell yeah. Which will be coming out. So super pumped for that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So really excited. I think we've got some uh, great horror coming out. You know, Candyman. At this point in recording, I've yet to have seen it. So, but excited for it. Yes, Um, same.
1: We should figure out when we're going to go see that because I want to see it too.
0: I know. I think it's releasing this week. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Time. Time Anyway, time doesn't exist now because you don't know when we're recording, so. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's, Uh you know, we're just in a void right now. That's what happens. Our recording studio is a void. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just exist inside of the void when we're recording. And that's all you need to know. They're really just like, I wish you would just fucking exist at all (laughs) half the time. Or just get to the fucking point. Yeah. But anyway, we love you and we're here to tell you a story. I'm here to tell you.
1: You're here to tell a story. I'm here to enjoy the story.
0: You are. So are you ready? I'm ready. you ready. My body's ready. Mm -hmm. I mean, you lean back over there. You got your leg, you know, propped up on the table. Mm
1: -hmm. I like to get comfy.
0: Don't we all? So now let's make us uncomfortable.
1: Feet up, tits out, just kind of kicking back.
0: Amen. So uh, for today's topic, I wanted to drive us through a particular realm of the paranormal Feel like it's been a minute since we've done something paranormally. It has, you know, inspired. So I definitely wanted to uh, kind of take us in that direction. Okay. You know? And what I'm going to talk about today is called projected thermography.
1: Wow. <laughs> I just like, whoa. Did that really just like bring just, it down? I just glazed. Is it over. really down? I mean, it just like, I mean, just like, we really just let you up there for that mm. and
0: then just kind of like fell a little flat, mm. didn't we? Absolutely. Uh, well, would the term psychic photography sound better?
1: Ah, okay. Okay. I still don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I well, don't think. I'm going to get it. I feel get like into I've that. heard of that, but mm mm.
0: Yeah, Uh, psychic photography. That's what we're going to call it. Um, It sounds like it is simultaneously the best and worst X-Men superpower you could have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're probably not on the front lines fighting Magneto, but you're, you're like on the fucking yearbook committee, probably.
1: I feel like you're the character with like the interesting haircut who is struggling with a lot of personal issues. Like, you are the Klaus of the group. Pretty if you much. have that superpower.
0: Yeah. You're like with that guy who like can just grow their eyelashes really long. <laughs> like,
1: Fuck, that would be a, a good, good ass superpower. Knows. Eyelashes be expensive.
0: That is true. I would say, you know what? That'd be a great superpower. Mm.
1: Bitch, give me the I long, eyelashes. I mean, certainly very practical.
0: They just grow so long that you know you can protect yourself from like the sun
1: and like they grow so long that you fold them back up and like make a comb over out of it.
0: Asteroid come, an asteroid comes like a a horrible, earth shattering asteroid comes just belting towards us and you just grow your eyelashes super long and you just catch it like actual eyelashes away to do and dust it away.
1: (laughs) That was the weirdest (laughs) fucking tangent. I
0: know. But that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. This is why they like it when I fucking talk, tell my stories. Or maybe it's why they hate it. I don't know. You tell all of the interesting, like, true crime, hard fact shit, and I'm over here talking about fucking eyelashes. <laughs> I no, know. I love
1: it. It's good.
0: But you might be asking me, Kenny, what exactly is the phenomenon that we call psychic photography? Kenny,
1: what exactly is the phenomenon that we call psychic photography?
0: Psych, psychic. Oh what? What is it? What's it called?
1: <laughs> I want a little. <laughs> What's it called? Psychic photography. Psychic photography.
0: Well, I'm here to answer each and every question that it's burning its way through you right uh, now.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds like you should get that checked out. Probably.
0: Doctor. Psychic photography is the claimed ability to burn images from one's mind onto physical surfaces. Through psychic means
1: well like a hp laser jet type situation (laughs) but it's like in your brain Uh uh-huh i'm gonna tell you what you would save on some printer ink because printer (laughs) ink is not cheap so
0: this means your x-men name would be xerox Uh uh-huh i'm gonna tell Uh, you what that is useful toner is expensive that is true and a carcinogen
1: be careful wear gloves
0: (laughs) so i have a lame superpower and i'm gonna die early great But listen, 14-year-old me would have been all over this if I had known about it. You know, I watched Matilda once and thought that if I tried hard enough, I could move shit with my mind. <laughs> I'm over there with my eyes, like,
1: trying to move shit. I'm,
0: like, blinking and, like, trying to move. My mom's like, what the fuck is wrong with uh, you? All you
1: ever did was bust a blood vessel. <laughs> In my... And then you had that weird red spot going around. Yeah, absolutely. I
0: used to have a pendulum that I thought I could move just by like willing it with my mind.
1: Fuck yeah, I did that after I saw that shit on Charmed. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And so I would hold it and I'm just like, if I can move this with my mind, little did I know that, you know, I have like all these tiny little like muscle things that like cause me to actually move it. But you can tell me nothing, honey. I thought I could move that. Like I would turn it right like uh clockwise and i'm like with my mind i can make it move counterclockwise <laughs> didn't tell me nothing
1: mm-hmm.
0: i was the i was the supreme <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: but uh yeah surprise i never made the pendulum move uh, but you know did become a homosexual so yeah. that's a win for me i you feel know. like yeah trade off. but uh Psychic photography first became a thing in the late 19th century at the rise of spirit photography,
1: which was heavily
0: rooted in that uh, late 19th century spiritualism. Yes. And also greed, because most photographers then were just conning people. A lot of those ghost pictures you see from that period uh, were actually just like double exposures from photographic plates uh, Mm -hmm. that hadn't been cleaned properly. So you're actually just looking at like an older image of a previous client, the photographer shot, but then had it developed on top of whoever it was they were currently Mm -hmm. shooting. So, you know, it's important to note that this, uh, what we're talking about, psychic photography is not the same as that.
1: As not cleaning your, your plates. Yeah. Not old your photos, yeah. the old this was such a fun period, though. Like the spiritualism, like craze of the 19th century was so fun. You had like the Crow sisters. Oh, yeah. You had like the stuff going on with the Ouija boards. Uh-huh. You had like a bunch of people doing some pretty racist stuff because basically yeah. anything from India was like spiritualism. And it's like, you know, sometimes people are just like those people are just Indian.
0: Yeah, and and lots and of it's, uh, you know, it's, just going to take what we want from yeah. other cultures and just completely bastardize them and
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and make them our own, quote unquote, our own, um, quote
1: unquote. <laughs> just make it weird.
0: Make it weird. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's important to note that these two are are they're not the same. They are different, but they did sort of become popularized at the same time. Cool. One of the first books to mention psychic photography. Uh, was in 1896 by Arthur Chatwood, which is such a name that just hails from academia. Like
1: mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur Chatwood. Arthur <laughs> Chatwood.
0: But it was in his book titled The New Photography, which I'm pretty sure is the same book that my mom had in like 1995. That's amazing. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the same. Like, if you ever take a photography class in any community college, that's the book. That they assign you Hmm. the new photography. Mm -hmm. But in this book, uh, Arthur described experiments where the retina could be so strongly affected by specific images that it could actually produce those images onto a surface.
1: Now, so I'm sorry, is the crux of what we're talking about, like just being able to like tattoo people with your brain? Well, kind of. Like, is that it? So, like, you just go to the tattoo artist and instead of, like, having needles or anything like that, they just, like, stare really hard at your fucking, like, (laughs) hip and then a a symbol appears, just a fucking dolphin jumping through a bunch of Yeah, it's like having...
0: Yep. It's like having an image of something and then just staring at, like, a piece of paper, the wall, and then just burning it from your mind onto that surface.
1: Interesting.
0: So... There was actually this guy uh, called Hereward Carrington. <laughs> All right, uh, who Is that was that his
1: his given name? Hereward,
0: yeah, Herward Carrington. Yikes! Um, tough break.
1: Yeah, uh, choices were
0: made. He well, this this Hereward was a uh, a huge skeptic um, and psychic investigator that debunked plenty of these uh, psychic photographs as double exposures or some sort of manipulation. In fact, there are many instances where people claim that they could perform thoughtography, <laughs> as it started to become <laughs> known. As hang on, re-
1: <laughs> hang on. Thoughtography is is on Instagram. <laughs> thoughtography is on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it? It's on Snapchat too. <laughs> it's on what? The TikTok, the TikTok. Whatever. Thoughtography. Yeah. Thoughtography. <laughs> the TikTok. Theography of thoughts. Yeah. So
0: that's what it started to become known as, uh, as we get into the early 20th century. Um, In 1910, when spiritualism hit Japan, there was an assistant professor of psychology at Tokyo University who became interested in parapsychology. And he claimed that several of his test subjects were able to telepathically imprint images onto these photo plates. And when he published his book in 1913 called Clairvoyance and Thoughtography... He was immediately shunned from academia for lack of scientific research, and he eventually resigned.
1: They're like, you just made this up, though. You just made it all up. Mm-hmm. Do you have any sources that aren't <laughs> like you? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not, that's not how we do it.
0: Uh-huh. Uh. So, but there was this, there was this, there's this woman, and I believe she might have been French. Her name was, I only wrote down Carrière. But anyway, she was a medium Uh uh, who claimed to be able to, and this is what I'm talking about. When you talk about like people getting like funny and like Mm -hmm. this lady, Mm -hmm. just listen. Mm -hmm. She was a medium who claimed to be able to produce a variety of paranormal creatures and psychic phenomenon during her sessions. She was so sure in her abilities, or at least the gullibility of the public, that she allowed many of her sessions to be photographed. Uh-huh. This other guy, Albert Freyer von nonzing
1: You know, I think at some point you probably just you probably just consider like a pen name, I yeah. think.
0: Alf. A Alf. stage name. We're gonna call him Al. If you would. Al. Good Al. Al. Yeah. We're gonna call him Al. Like that.
1: I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, he was a paranormal researcher, um, and attended many of this um, many of her sessions and photographed her abilities. Now, the photos that came out of these sessions are some of the strangest visuals ever captured on camera. And in the photos, she is usually uh, shown producing like ectoplasm uh, from her body.
1: Gurgly slimy.
0: Although some photos uh, show that show her with ghosts are actually just just cardboard cutouts.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's sad.
0: Yeah, She's so supposedly oh, God. she had. It's
1: just, a, she's like talking about these creatures that she produces and it's just her 17 cats. No cardboard cutouts. I know, I know, but I added the cats. It just seems like the next step, yes. you know. I mean, it's just her, and there's these cardboard cut. The client's not even a client. It's just a like the client is a cardboard cutout, yeah. and it's really just her in this room alone taking these pictures yeah. of herself. With these fucking Pretty much, it's like looking into the future. She- God, I swear. <laughs> Oh, well.
0: I mean, it's pretty much what we do now. We sit here and talk, and I mean, yeah. we can just add cardboard cutouts of people. What if our Facebook group was nothing but, like, fake profiles that we mm. created?
1: Yikes. Ooh. That's too much work for us. That's, like, we, over 600 yeah. people. Yeah, there's no and way we would, we would do, to that. do
0: that. No. But anyway, so she supposedly had uh, an assistant Your listeners slash... are like,
1: am I a cardboard cutout right now?
0: Am I? We are all cardboard cutouts.
1: And the grand movie theater of life.
0: Pretty much.
1: The grand movie theater lobby of life.
0: Yeah, definitely. And the people attending are the men in black.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck that. Okay. yep. <laughs> no, I just got fucked up. I don't like that. Mm-mm. No. Um,
0: so she supposedly had an assistant uh, slash lover named Juliet who would... Prove that the medium wasn't hiding uh, ectoplasm in her quote orifices. Uh
1: <laughs> how would Juliet prove it? Please tell me. Please tell me. Y'all into some well, see, y'all into some weird shit.
0: Well, mm-hmm. they would she would prove it because uh-huh. they would then um have sex after the session. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Suddenly it's less sad though. Like suddenly I'm happier for her, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, um, you know, good. Uh, Allegedly, if a member of the séance was interested uh, in sleeping with Carrier, uh, they could join in.
1: Yeah. Oh, I bet they fucking could, <laughs> and I bet they were all there trying to see ghosts. I bet none of them were like, "Let's get this ghost shit over with, boys. I want to see him fuck." I bet. I bet that didn't happen at all. I bet everybody's intentions were equally. You don't think they were fooled by the cardboard cutout? Uh, no, I think I think they were they were true paranormal enthusiasts, um, and
0: not just there for an orgy.
1: Definitely not just there for the scissoring. Um, <laughs> Sure. But she
0: was well, yeah. So she was proven to be a fraud in nineteen twenty when it was revealed that she was <laughs> <Sorry>. using
1: <laughs> just the fucking the fucking like oh yeah, let me get that ectoplasm. Mm. Now show me again where that ectoplasm was coming out of.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you've got ectoplasm coming out of any orifice, You need to go see a doctor.
1: Yeah, I think probably get it checked out. I mean,
0: depending on what orifice it's coming out of, go see the doctor assigned to that orifice. Right, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just go have it checked out. Yeah, I mean, can't be good, especially in this day and age. We don't know a lot about like sexually transmitted uh, infections and different things like that.
1: Oh, you mean back then? Back then. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When syphilis was just rotting people's fucking brains out. And that was like just fine. Great time. I was being eccentric, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but your brain is just melting. Yeah. I wonder if ectoplasm makes for good lube. Do you Uh, think it's water based or oil based? uh, Probably. You don't want the oil based. You want to use a good water. See, yeah. Well,
0: I actually prefer an aloe based. Oh. Aloe is a great um, base for lubricant. I actually Mm -hmm. prefer that to water. Mm -hmm. To water based Mm -hmm. lubricant, but if you if you're having shower sessions, water based uh, lube is where you want to go. Anyway, it was revealed that she was using uh cutouts uh from magazines in her seances, <laughs> which honestly, to me, somehow makes her more fascinating.
1: And everybody in the group is like, oh, no, they were cutouts. We thought it was real. We were there for the we were there for the magic.
0: I think it wasn't like, we were, yeah, it we was, were
1: totally there. We just put up with that orgy stuff just because of the the magic. We're we're scientists. I just
0: thought she was gonna show me some ghosts. I wanted to see some <laughs> ectoplasm. Well, I heard she had some ectoplasm coming out from somewhere, so I just wanted to see it. I just showed up. I don't know nothing about these ghosts, nothing, but you know, I heard a little yeah. something.
1: I mean, you act like we would not have been there just to just to see what's going on, because I I can guarantee you we would have two fucking seats. Right there, not up front, kind of in the back. We're just going to kind of keep an eye on things. Yeah. You know? I would have certainly been there.
0: Just watching. I think it's a great time. Everyone's like, all right, so we good? Got ready to... (laughs) You ready to fuck now?
1: (laughs) About ready to crack into that orgy.
0: (laughs) So anyway, that was was her story. Quite fascinating. And then as we move on into the 1960s, there was this guy named Ted. He's a a former (laughs) bellhop. Uh, became the talk of psychic circles when he claimed that he could project an image onto film and a Polaroid camera with just a few simple steps. First, he would get, first step was to get incredibly drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can and, do the uh, thing. I can put, <laughs> I could put a picture on that fucking film. Uh, I tell you what you got to do. You got to, you got to. You gotta buy me a fucking beer, man. Ted's, you gotta buy me a fucking... I gotta get lit to do this shit.
0: <laughs> Ted's uh, first step to thoughtography, get drunk. Uh, step two, start screaming at inanimate objects while making faces at the camera. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh, then he would hold his own personal thoughtography tool that he called his gizmo. Uh-
1: Oh, was it? A, mm. I don't think it was his dick, Is but... His, um, It seems like it might be his dick.
0: I don't think it was his dick. He called it his gizmo, and he held it up to the lens of the camera while it was aimed at his forehead, and an assistant would snap the photo. Uh, no, actually it wasn't. I did research this, uh, now that I'm reading. A few things to keep in mind about him. This gizmo was a piece of paper that he rolled into a tube at the beginning of every session... <laughs>
1: It focuses my thoughts. He it was, focuses my thought waves to the camera.
0: He was. Uh, Buy
1: me another drink.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I, if I was like, oh, no, yep, it was his dick.
1: <laughs> it would. It, it,
0: yeah. Yep, <laughs> actually, it was his dick.
1: Confirmed. <laughs> so
0: he was. Maybe uh, that's what he
1: used if there wasn't any paper. Around. Maybe.
0: Didn't have a tube. He just had his dick. <laughs> and that he was also always belligerently drunk. And he claimed that he uh, didn't actually see the photos in his head when he was taking the pictures, but instead he visualized a portal where the photos presumably came from.
1: And he called it (laughs) photobucket.com.
0: So some of the photos would feature objects like a brick wall or car, while others would simply be solid black or white? Um, um,
1: isn't, isn't the film already solid black? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to check.
0: So this girl, Emily uh, Hover, Hover, whatever, noted that even though it was unlikely that he was transmitting his thoughts to film, it wasn't impossible. Quote, the case of Ted is unique in that he used polaroid cameras to produce his imagery polaroid cameras produce original photographs on the spot eliminating the opportunity for trickery to occur through printing techniques employed in the dark room
1: yes but if you just point the polaroid <laughs> camera at a fucking brick wall and press the button emily then you get a picture of that brick wall what are the odds just that emily the wall? had sex with ted i don't what know are the odds do you think Maybe. It might have happened. Yeah.
0: So those are a couple of, like, you know, little cases where they're a little questionable.
1: A, a little. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, no, definitely. Question and then proven wrong. No.
1: <laughs> but uh
0: it's now in the 70s where we kind of hit an interesting case of thoughtography. And that is known as the Belmez Faces. Hmm. So it was August of 1971 in the little town of Belmez, Spain, when Maria Camara, who was acclaimed medium, noticed a stain that appeared on her kitchen floor. This stain wouldn't go away. In fact, it would slowly shape itself into what appeared to be a face, a face that would also start to change positions.
1: Mm I don't like it. Of nope. course,
0: her husband, being a smart man, said <laughs> no, uh-huh," and went and grabbed his pickaxe and tore up the floor.
1: Now now, where not the that face one. had been, probably not that one. You't released it. <laughs> That's not the one <laughs> they we gonna move us. We're gonna leave the face where he's at. yeah, Let him just kind of look around son. well
0: they they laid new concrete on the floor and thought all was well. Plot twist all was not well. <laughs> the face reappeared.
1: Uh-uh. Mm-mm. City
0: officials were notified at which time it was ordered for the concrete section to be removed and studied. New concrete was laid down. This time, more faces began to God, appear.
1: I cannot tell you how fucked I would be. I, nah. I would move. I would move so immediately hell nah now you done brought your fucking friends here Nah. and they move they change positions yeah they like look look they look around Mm-mm, i ain't into that yes yeah, so, no. uh Mm-mm. in april of
0: 1972 this uh professor traveled to Belmez after hearing about the case During his research, he discovered several historical documents that spoke of a governor in the 17th century who was born in Belmez that had murdered five members of a local family. The whereabouts of the murders were vague, but believed to have been nearby or even within Maria's home. So, Mm. the family agreed to have the floor of the home excavated. Beneath the home, excavators recovered human remains buried several feet below.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Many of the remains were missing their skulls. Research concluded that the remains were about 700 years old and were eventually reinterred at a local Catholic cemetery. The family relayed the floors of the home, secured in the thought that they would now have uh-uh. peace. Thought oh twist.
1: Oh, no. Nah.
0: They didn't have peace.
1: Oh, God. Move. Move, babe. Just move.
0: Two weeks later, the faces reappeared, except this time oh, fuck. they were different.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: Listen, at this point,
1: oh, God. we're
0: throwing an area rug over it and I'm calling a realtor. <laughs>
1: 100%. percent we
0: it a realtor, honey.
1: 100%. So,
0: the professor oh. did uh, several uh, EVP recordings in house. No, no, this no, house. no.
1: How were they different? How were they different, though? You didn't say they it. were different. Get not get into it. Different how? Were they smiling? I hope they were smiling. Were they happy?
0: Actually, I think they got darker. Um, <gasps> so, he did these EVP recordings in the house uh, and claimed to hear a... Child's voice, and mm-hmm. also sounds which were a mixture of what he called hell and a brothel.
1: Mm. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so like Bourbon Street.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Got it. Actually, it sounds like a great
1: time. Noted.
0: <laughs> hell and a brothel. So as months go by, more faces begin to appear on the floor. The professor then paid to have another room in the house converted into a kitchen, and. Like clockwork, the faces appeared on the new kitchen floor. Now, in 1981. uh, Wait,
1: so he turned a different room into the kitchen. He wanted to see,
0: yes. And then the
1: faces appeared in the kitchen. So maybe it's like a kit. It's a kitchen themed ghost.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So he was testing out a theory. Sounds like we're going to be getting
1: takeout
0: a lot. In 1981, paranormal investigator Jose Romero visited the home and also claimed to have witnessed the faces appearing in the new kitchen. He returned seven years later in 1988 and claims that the same faces are there, except they were darker and less defined as before. He claimed that there was some sort of link between Maria And the faces, stating that the faces could potentially change with Maria's state of mind.
1: I don't like it. I don't, (laughs) I don't like it.
0: So, this led him to believe, naturally, that when Maria passed away, so too would the faces.
1: Probably not.
0: Plot twist, they didn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're like. You ain't fitting to get me out here. But did they try a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser? Did they try that?
0: <laughs> did they try
1: to power wash it? Did they try Did wash they give it? that a shot? Look, did they spray resolve pet stain remover on it? Cause I ah. I'm real I'm a big believer in that product. Amen. I'll give them a plug with no sponsorship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that So that theory uh, would be proven incorrect as she passed away in February of 2004 at the age of 85,
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: faces still remained burned onto the floor.
1: They still moving around?
0: Well, throughout the years, uh, many people have come to criticize the faces as a hoax, whether it be by paint or some sort of chemical used to create the faces. However... Actual chemical engineers who have extracted samples from the floor conclude that whatever it is, it ain't paint. And that with current scientific analysis employed during their studies, there was no external manipulation or quote-unquote elements. Uh And several researchers have uh, tried to replicate the faces using different solvents, various acids, and uh, silver nitrate but all failed to replicate the faces. Huh. And that is kind of where you leave off with the Belmez. Well, I mean, faces.
1: they still there. Yeah. Can you go see them? I think so. I don't like that. They move around and change expression. I don't like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah.
0: So that is our little story on thoughtography and orgies and ectoplasms and you know, these weird faces that are burned into the floor.
1: Yeah, that ended on, that. I mean, that was, that's a, I don't like that one. Mm-mm. That yeah. ended on a, um, <laughs> oh, no, no. I thought it's you were going to say, weird. like, when Maria passed away, like, her face appeared amongst the faces. That would have been fucked. I mean,
0: who's to um, say that it didn't?
1: Yeah. Oh, mm-mm. Oh no. Ooh, I um, mean, who knows? Yeah. Uh oh well uh you know that was interesting psychic photography yeah we should give it a shot we should try to we should try to uh draw a photo with our minds on uh
0: yeah Uh, apparently so the when they did the that last research uh which was in 2014 so not super long Uh, ago so like it was current i mean you know like when they talk about current scientific Analysis, I mean, it's not that incredibly, I right, mean right. I guess in the in the world of science, I guess it could be, but like we're not talking about like the eighties or right, like right, whatever, so this was in twenty fourteen this forensic analysis yeah. um, and he you know when he declared he you know they declared failure in their attempt to replicate the faces, concluding the words summarizing his opinion are absolute bewilderment,
1: <laughs> yeah, um that yeah.
0: Um, but they the Belmez faces are pretty um, well known. I believe there are a new wave of Belmez faces which have appeared in the floors. So we're start we're getting new faces. Um,
1: I really don't. Um, I really don't like that. Yeah. You remember when we did that story on that doll that started growing teeth? Oh yeah. I've, that's how I feel about these faces. It just seems real insidious. Yeah. You know what it I mean? Does. I mean, you, you ain't going to do nothing about it. So, I mean, I guess you just got to get comfy with the idea. But, uh, and allegedly, you know, there are some people I'm glad that. it's in Spain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad it's in Spain. <laughs>
0: There's some people that believe that Maria's son was, is kind of like the perpetrator and has kind of like continued this as, you know, for some sort of like. I guess notoriety or whatever, and so you know you can you know research different parts of this, make your own conclusion with it. Um, The faces themselves, though, are actually—I mean, they're like I wouldn't want to. I'm I'm not trying to see that shit on my floor. Mm -mm. Uh, Oh no, not at all.
1: Oh no, that ain't it. So okay, well, um, at least they
0: stayed in the kitchen though.
1: Yes. Yeah, be, we're bad. Like,
0: I, like I said, throw an area
1: rug over it. Call a realtor. <laughs> we're just, good. Just gone. Just gone. But I don't know. If they were connected to Maria, then they might have showed up on her next kitchen. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> Take it like Wouldn't a spiritual shower. that suck if you like
0: redid your kitchen, you've been laid some brand new, nice, beautiful uh-huh. tile, and then these faces didn't come and fucked it up?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well. I guess you just got to make that the feature point of the kitchen. You know what I mean? <laughs> we just need to make the kitchen about that point. at that point. Honestly, I mean, I might appreciate the help like decorating the podcast studio. So,
0: <laughs> as long as it's not like I'm fine with the kitchen, don't show up in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's me awkward. time. That's a me space. Like, I really don't need a face staring at me like while on the shower I'm curtain, scrolling through TikTok indefinitely yeah. while I'm, you know,
1: <laughs> just taking some taking a break, <laughs> taking a break.
0: Yeah, exactly. I need that space. Please leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, I respect that.
1: So. Makes me want to do an episode on haunted bathrooms. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's it. That's what we've got you for bathroom. you. I I appreciate I appreciate the uh, the story. It was fun. Yeah, I
0: figured it would be fun. I wanted to try yeah. something a little light. You know, something that was a little more comedy since we are a comedy <laughs> podcast here. Are, are supposedly, we, that's we what we're listed as here? under uh, <laughs> iTunes. I believe is comedy. Sure. Are we funny? I don't think so. Mm. Someone told me at work that I, They're like, you're funny, and I'm like. The depression.
1: I think we might be funny adjacent. Um, I think people might laugh because if they didn't laugh, they'd be sad. But anyway, um, if you'd like to keep laughing with us, you can find us on Instagram at the Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Haunted Heart. You can find us on Facebook by searching the Haunted Heart Podcast. You will find our Facebook page if you'll drop us a five-star review if we, you feel like we've earned five stars. And uh, join our Facebook group, uh, where we are most active, uh, chitting and a chattin, and sharing horror memes, discussing the latest and greatest horror flicks. And do people still say flick? Probably not. Um, I don't think so. And just chatting with y'all. It is a private group, so you don't have to worry about your uh, weird. Delight in the macabre being made public knowledge. If anybody uh, is seeing what you're posting in that group, it's because they're a member of that group. And so to take you out, they got to be willing to go out too. So
0: amen.
1: mutually assured destruction is the best defense. Anyway, if you'd like to support the show, you can find us at www.patreon.com slash the haunted heart there. We've got a bunch of tiers to sign up to become a Patreon supporter. And we've got a backlog of content, of special bonus content that's only available for Patreon members. Uh, and we have more of that content coming out soon. And I will just remind you, we are officially in the months that end in B-E-R. And we do have some tricks up our sleeve for spooky season. So
0: Please be on the lookout for the tricks.
1: Don't think we haven't been planning just because we've been down for the camp should be a good spooky season for all. But until then, keep your wits about you, check your kitchen floor, (laughs) and
0: stay
1: spooky.